When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Iceberg to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Obviously, we talked yesterday a little bit about the trade made by Kyle Dubas, sending Mark Friedman to the Vancouver Canucks. One quick update before we get to the subject of this episode. Carol Plasic, who was part of that trade coming back to the Pittsburgh Penguins, is on unconditional waivers for the purposes of contract termination, according to Elliot Friedman of Sportsnet. So the Pittsburgh Penguins, at the end of the day, trade Mark Friedman and Ty Glover in exchange for Jack Rathbone, and that's it. That does one of two things. One, frees up a contract on their books. They have now 48 contracts of the 50 total allowed under the CBA. So they have a little bit more room to breathe underneath that contract limit. So that's the quick update. Carol Plasic in and out of the organization at the snap of the fingers. So that is one update for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And there was something else that came of that trade. And obviously I talked about Mark Friedman and how he was one of the better moves made by Ron Hextall in his just under two seasons as general manager of the Pittsburgh Penguins. But when you look at their roster right now, not just the NHL roster, but the AHL roster as well, it's pretty evident that Kyle Dubas has been cleansing the Penguins organization of any remnants of the Ron Hextall era in Pittsburgh. Kyle Dubas joined the Penguins at a very pivotal time this past summer. They had just missed the postseason for the first time since 2006. The front office was fired after less than two seasons at the helm. That's Ron Hextall, that's Brian Burke, that's Chris Pryor, the assistant general manager, all sent away. And the team had an aging core that was performing well still, hoping to get one last run at a championship but not a whole lot of support around them based on the moves that were made over the past couple of seasons. So when Dubas came in, you know, he looked around and and saw that a lot of the decisions that put the Penguins in those positions I just mentioned fell to the hands of Ron Hextall. Now, don't get me wrong. Jim Rutherford's hands aren't entirely clean in that situation either. Some of the bad decisions were his as well before he departed in 2021 and took some time off before once again re-emerging in the NHL with the Vancouver Canucks. But a lot of it was on Ron Hextall. The negatives far outweighed the positives, and I know that everybody's trying to move forward, but this was a little interesting tidbit from yesterday's trade that, that made me want to bring this up because a lot of people were not happy with Hextall's performance, and it seems like Kyle Dubas wasn't very 
happy either. He has overhauled much of the NHL and AHL rosters since taking over on June 1st, and many of Hextall's specific additions were cast off in an effort to renew the Penguins' playoff and cup contention hopes. Now, only time will tell if the plans that Dubas has laid out are going to come to fruition with success, with playoffs again, with playoff success once again. Time will tell if this is actually working and moving the organization in a positive direction. Certainly feels like it, but again, we're only three games into his actual tenure. But one thing is for sure, for sure, excuse me, he's not fond of many players that Hextall brought in, or at least he doesn't have a high opinion of them as far as their talent and ability and their fit within this organization moving forward. Following the Mark Friedman trade yesterday, and as I mentioned during that trade recap that I put out just after the trade happened yesterday, go check that out if you want a deeper breakdown of why that trade was made yesterday. But following the Mark Friedman trade yesterday, I mentioned that Friedman was the first player acquired by Ron Hextall after he was hired by the Pittsburgh Penguins. It was a waiver claim from the Philadelphia Flyers. Friedman was a player that Hextall was familiar with from his time in that organization. Okay, sure. But Friedman gets traded yesterday. And the Penguins now have 10 players under contract that were originally acquired by Ron Hextall in whatever way that is. Signed, traded for, drafted, and then signed. Because I'm only looking at signed players here. 10 players. I mentioned at the top of the show, the Penguins have 48 players under contract right now. I know it was only two years, but a lot of the moves, let's not forget, Ron Hextall overhauled the Penguins' defense last year. Let's not forget, Ron Hextall changed a lot of that bottom six going into last year. Only 10 players remain under contract from his purview. At the NHL level, there are two. Two players that were brought in specifically by Ron Hextall. Ricard Raquel, undoubtedly his best move, and Jeff Carter. A move that was decent for the end of that season when he was acquired at the trade deadline and and the following season. Now, re-signing him, that's a negative. But those two remain at the NHL level. At the AHL level, Ty Smith growing worse and worse each day that that trade to acquire Ty Smith. Jordan Frasca, Jack St. Ivany, Isaac Beliveau was a draft pick and then signed to an ELC by Ron Hextall. Taylor Fadoon, Xavier Ouellette, and Taylor Gauthier are all at the AHL level. And they have one player under contract from the Ron Hextall era that is on a junior slide, and that is first-round pick Owen Pickering. 10 players signed to contracts with the Pittsburgh Penguins from the Ron Hextall era. Everyone else that was under contract brought in by Hextall, your Jeff Petries of the world, your Mikhail Granlins of the world. They're all gone. Your Jan Rudas of the world, gone. 10 remain. Kyle Dubas is quickly trying to turn the page on the Ron Hextall era, and start anew with the Pittsburgh Penguins organization. Now, I will say, the Penguins do also hold the rights to Hextall's remaining eight draft picks that have not been signed as of yet. 
In 2021, second rounder Tristan Bros or Bras, whichever way you pronounce it, still under the purview of the Pittsburgh Penguins. He's currently playing in the NCAA. Seventh round pick Ryan McCleary playing in the WHL with the Swift Current Broncos. He and Owen Pickering will get a get to see each other a little bit this season. Seventh round pick Daniel Latch of 2021 and seventh round pick Kirill Tankov who the Pittsburgh Penguins will not have a hope of seeing until after 2025 since he signed a two-year extension in Russia. So, four from 2021 and four from 2022. Fourth-round pick Sergei Murashov, who's probably the best player on this list. Fifth-round pick Zom Plant. Sixth-round pick Nolan Collins. And sixth-round pick Luke Devlin. Of those eight... Only one of them was invited to Pittsburgh Penguins training camp. That was Nolan Collins, six-round pick in 2022. He didn't participate. He was injured, so he didn't play in the in the prospects challenge. He didn't play much or show much in training camp, but he was the only one of eight of these guys to even get an invite to Penguins training camp this year. Not a not a sterling endorsement for those draft picks by Kyle Dubas. Now, Ron Hextall did a lot of damage during his short time in Pittsburgh. But other than wasting two years of the Penguins' core, which I understand, it is a big deal. And there's a reason that a lot of Penguins fans still hold a lot of hatred in their heart for Ron Hextall, Brian Burke, and Chris Pryor. I understand that wasting two years of the Penguins' core, not a good thing, definitely not something that you can forgive and forget quickly. But other than that, and I guess signing... Malkin and Latang back, which again, there's stories that, that differ whether or not they wanted to actually do that. But other than those things, there is not much left from his tenure that is currently here in Pittsburgh. Not much left. And that is because Kyle Dubas, Fenway Sports Group, all the way down to the players, Crosby, Malkin, anybody that was here during the Ron Hextall tenure, is looking and hoping to turn the page and start anew. Kyle Dubas certainly doing that when it comes to contracts and personnel. I mentioned 10 players under contract, eight draft picks remaining, only one of them invited to camp. Certainly seems like that the Ron Hextall era or the remnants of it will soon be a thing of the past. But that's going to do it for this episode of Iceberg to Go. Penguins have another game, finally. It feels like it's been forever. It feels like the season didn't even start almost because it's been three days since their last game against the Calgary Flames. They take on the Detroit Red Wings later this evening. Hope it's a good game. We'll be back tomorrow on Tip of the Iceberg, a full episode to break down all the action. But as of right now, remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcast from. We'll see you guys next time.